0: Hello and welcome to SME TV. I'm your host, Angela Vithilkas, and This is our five in five show. That's five tips in five minutes, plus a little bit about the guest as well. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can share, comment, post, link, acknowledge our YouTube channel. And you can also, if you feel like it, tell your friends about this great interview and lots of other ones. It's SME TV and podcast channel. Now, today we're asking something specific how to successfully grow your personal influence and business. And joining us today with her five tips on how to do this is Michelle Janot. We had a bit of a giggle about that before we started. Founder and Principal Consultant at On Purpose Transformation. Welcome, Michelle.
1: Thank you for having me, Angela.
0: Now, before I get to the technical, actually it's my second question, but I'm going to bump it up. Personal brand, why do I feel like right now Personal branding and the importance of it has come up even more than ever. It feels like during the global pandemic, and now we're used to saying
1: quite a few months ago, more than ever now it's become prevalent. Why? I think the thing that has really changed and really brought it to prevalence for everybody is the fact that, like today, we're doing so much online now. So there's no real hiding. Like you could probably hide a little bit easier when you're in a room full of people or when you were doing things a bit more face-to-face. People were probably a bit more forgiving face-to-face. But now when you see an image, when you see somebody like myself and yourself on a screen, your, your brain doesn't really distinguish between you and me and say, you know, the readers on television, we are still public people and we are personalities presenting. So they high, high, hold us to that same level of expectations about the professionalism about how we present and what we say. So...
0: So what I'm hearing is that,
1: you know, before
0: the global pandemic, we might have had a situation where the brand was all about the company name, the company brand, how it looked and everything. Suddenly with the global pandemic and that interface now between the online world and the new way that we're doing business or another way that we're doing business, let's say, suddenly you become the face of everything, your, your own personal spokesperson, if you will. And that's why your personal brand and influence has to come up to the same level of the business.
1: Exactly. And, and there's been another really strong phenomenon that's risen um, prior to the, what's been re- happening more recently, but just as important. So if you think back to prior, the Kardashians, prior Branson, prior even Elon Musk and some of the more recent figures or even Gary V nowadays. That's Right. That, these people have spent a lot of time and a lot of money and attention and detail to creating a brand. So it's like what we would have thought of this brand Coca-Cola before. You yep. now have brand Gary Vee and brand Elon Musk. So they're not just like back in the days of say um, Steve Jobs staying on a stage and having his signature, you know, turtleneck sweater or something, which was him and his style. It wasn't as much necessarily a brand. It was what he was comfortable with. But since those earlier days, it's now become something that's become quite critical. And when you're building your your business, it becomes even more critical, especially for this market, the SMA market, to have that brand represent the clothes that you're comfortable with. It doesn't have to be expensive clothes, but it has to be what image you want to portray. And especially to have your market, your customers, feel like you've got that relatability factor.
0: Michelle, is this a reason why I've seen this in huge uptake as well of personal styling suddenly online yes because more than ever now I'm seeing people saying you know you need to be mindful of your style and style consultants I mean they've already always been there but I guess that's that's moved up as well to match your personal brand
1: well and, and what's been also fascinating is not just the the clothes and the styling but also you now have coaches that are on um, LinkedIn and as we're talking about how to breathe how to talk All of those things that, you know, you might think, I just sit here and talk. But there's a real art to getting the airflow coming through as you're speaking, to not talk like this so that people are kind of waiting for the next word to come out. So again, it's creating that rapport and creating that ease and and comfort level with whoever you're speaking with, which strangely enough and exciting for us because it's now so accessible. Yes. The things that, yes, you're starting, people are starting to notice. There's more stylish styling coaches. There's more um, talk and voice coaches. There's more of those different sub coaches that you're seeing more and more become busier because of this growth in the whole creation of a personal brand.
0: Your um, business on purpose transformation, when I've had... And I, I do tend to have quite a deep look at um, the guests before they come on. The one thing that grabbed me the most is um, the fact that the commentary around you and you within the business is about leading us out of chaos. So exactly. expand on that a little bit because I, I feel like that's what I do every day. I exist in, in the world of chaos.
1: And, and many people do. And, and I... I'm a little bit different in that I don't say or or coach people around ignoring the chaos, minimising the chaos or ignoring or trying to to get rid of it. I say embrace it and accept it. It's what's created who you are now, again, coming back to that brand part, and it's what's made you successful in who you are. Where it can become all too consuming or um, something that you do need to work on in that transformation space is if your values and if your relative important shifts so say you suddenly have children that you need to take care of 24 7 or elderly parents which is what people are also facing nowadays that can be where if your values and your priorities shift so you go through some sort of change or even with covid people have been re-establishing well, what's meaningful in their life so they've actually been reviewing well maybe working in a full-time job isn't quite as meaningful as having time with the family or, or seeing my children grow up, you know, especially some of the fathers have now had the opportunity to work at home. So what you would probably find talking to those people and with my clients, it's very true, is that they, they still have chaos at home and they're a little bit surprised <laughs> that they left one form of chaos and then found themselves in another form of chaos. I,
0: I, I like the fact that you've um uh, been cute in, in saying they're surprised <laughs> and it's like so and they and the other half of that equation would be looking at them saying this is how it always is why do you think I'm cranky in the afternoon okay look we're on the clock um we've got 5 tips how to successfully grow your personal influence and business and they are connected so number 1 image photos and profiles and i'm assuming here we're going in the if you've got a profile picture that's 20 years old you need to think about it
1: Well, image is exactly like, think of it as long lines of online dating, where the image needs to match the reality. And you're exactly right. If you look at some of the images of people online, they are 20 years old, or they're um, they're the most flattering image that they can find, and it's still a pretty poor image. So the, the reason I start with this is because Image is such a crucial part. People look at you and they take in so many judgments and make so many decisions about what they choose to decide in that image. And so that's your, you know, your most important territory and the thing that you need to get right from the start is to make sure that the image is correct and that you're actually presenting the image that actually reflects you, yeah, congruent with who you are. So just like Steve Jobs was turtleneck sweaters. Um, In a bank, you may need to wear a pinstripe suit. And in small business, you know, it's a range and it it actually comes back to more, what are your customers wearing? So your image needs to be what you're comfortable with and also definitely update it. So it reflects more of who you are and what you stand for today and maybe not necessarily what you were standing for when you were in your 20s or 30s.
0: And the the obvious thought there is, of course, that, you know, if you're going to airbrush the hell out of it, understand that people will notice and, and it is a reflection on your personal brand and how you view yourself. I think that's one of the most important things. We're not all going to look as great as we had hoped. I mean, especially if we start to gain a little bit in either way, but what it comes down to is is a reflection of your own personal values in how you present yourself. And that's why, as you said, it's first impressions and it's irrelevant, isn't it, Michelle, about whether we start to become uh, judgmental on society, valuing looks over something else. It's it's not about that.
1: Exactly. And and I think we have to be realistic because we do live in a, a world that, yep. you know, the Kardashians and, and sort of that image and that look is still very much valued in in more ways than perhaps yes. it should be for a doctor, yes. et cetera. But that's part of what's happened with COVID is people have started right. to realize well maybe the truck driver is more important to me getting that toilet paper than kim kardashian and what she looks like so (laughs) yes i i wish you were wrong um
0: okay number two confidence and presence
1: yes so this is really important so people probably understand it more about when they go to like networking or social selling type of Um, courses where they're learning about, you know, how to walk into a room, how to go up to somebody and have a conversation. What what I, again, am building on, you know, what's very important skills, but I'm also talking about confidence comes from practice. It comes from being an expert in your space. So you can't hide it. You can fake it to a little degree and for a little while, it is important to fake it. But if you sit in something like this, these sorts of channels and you're putting out your persona and who you are, you have to have that confidence, which comes from practice, 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 research, becoming the expert in whatever area it is. And, and for many people I work with, and especially with what's going on today, there are a lot of people that are transitioning from the current job into another area. So part of it, as I said, is about faking it until you make it. But that making it is that you've done the hard yards, you've done the research, you've done the work. actually become an expert and then that confidence comes from within it's not just show or bravado and people feel that people get when you know what you're talking about and they also
0: it's an interesting line that you draw there because people make the assumption that you're born technically that that confident way and yes some people have a little bit more instinctual confidence than others but they still need the same amount of practice and you can gain that confidence with practice. That's something people don't realise, that it doesn't happen in five seconds. And and sometimes it's the scariest thing, walking into a room and not knowing anyone and having to go up and start a conversation. I, I'm used to so much public life and even I go, I walk into a room and if I don't know anyone, I go, I don't want to be here. So it, is scary. It, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. And that's why, as you said, practice, practice, practice. And it's never as scary as you think. Maybe not. Exactly. Maybe people, the second time.
1: Maybe people second are actually time. kinder than you think. I think that yes. that's the trick as well. People are actually kinder. I, I remember I went to a, um, a singing retreat and I walked in late on a Friday night and a room full of 100 people already eating and sitting down. Yeah. And I grabbed some food and sat down. I thought I don't know anybody in this whole room, and was terrified. You, you are. You, you you can be quite terrified in situations like that. And then some people came over, and I sat down and was chatting with them, and everything was fine. But those initial moments, it, it's feeling that fear, and then still doing it.
0: Right. Tip three: aligning your
1: purpose. Yes. This is so so important. So. Going back to, well, what is your purpose? If, if your purpose is to go up in the financial ranks, then obviously all of the other elements that I've talked about, it's really important to have all of that aligned. You know, what is it that your tribe are wearing? What is it your tribe are talking about? And then aligning your why to that. Is that because you want to become the best head fund, head fund manager around? Is it because you want to become the best financial analyst, etc.? Or... On the other side, do you want to become the person that's known for giving the best insurance advice? Do you want to? Do you run a medium-sized insurance business? You know, so are your clients more likely to be dressed like we are? So you're not going to wear a pinstripe suit because you want to um, relate to your clients in that way. And this comes back to your your why and what your purpose is. What is it that you're actually aligning? Whatever it is you're doing, from the clothes that you're wearing to the, the way that you get up in the day and in small business i've experienced this time and again and you will have as well in angela where you find yourself at six o'clock in the morning on the coldest darkest wettest day at those business meetings and you sit there and you go if i didn't have a strong enough why i wouldn't be sitting here but i'm so committed and i'm so passionate and the purple people you're with are the same yeah. And there's no other feeling than being with a group of people that are so committed to what they're doing, that they'll do that. They'll, they'll, do, they'll walk that extra mile. And, and that's why for your personal branding, understanding what your why is, and then reminding yourself, this is why I'm up at this time. This is why I'm doing this. This is where I've come from. So I think
0: that dovetails nicely into number four, attitude to clients.
1: Yeah. And... Normally, i talk about this in terms of just attitude, but I think it's really important for, your, for this market that we're speaking with to talk about attitude to clients because, again, I'm, I'm not talking about some of the more simplistic side of things about being friendly and kind if somebody comes in. I'm talking about when you've had one of those really long, hard days and you're just emotionally drained and emotionally spent and you don't want to have another difficult client or another difficult situation and it presents itself. So what I'm talking about here is the attitude to the client where can you, in a sense, park whatever it is that's going on for you into a little parking lot and say, okay, I'm going to come back to you and deal with you later. Or all too often do you find that your attitude to what's going on in your own life is seeping out into your clients. So understanding that clients are number one, keeping clients happy is number one. And even those unhappy ones, if you can then convert them into happy ones, they become your greatest evangelist for later on, that they have this story to tell of how unhappy they were, how you listened to them, you fixed the problem, and then they've gone away and become these evangelists about how great you are.
0: So So if we look at that, and as you said, being able to park your personal feelings or what's happened with another client even that day, and giving the next client your full attention and understanding that they've had nothing to do with what's gone on before, that nicely leads into tip number five, personal branding script.
1: So we bring all of this together into what I've called a personal branding script. So again, many people know about elevator pictures and and writing different pictures in different ways. What I do and what my team do is we work with clients to pull these different threads, which is very much working from the inside and then bringing it to the outside in this personal branding script. The script is so key because out of that script, you then create your key messages. Those key messages, as you know, would then be on your LinkedIn profiles. It would be in your materials for your organization. People don't buy the products because of the products. They buy because of you or the services because of you. So they want to know and understand you. And the script that we use, Helps to identify those unique selling propositions that are about you and help you to make those more story like rather than just, I'm an accountant with a degree or, you know, I'm a lawyer with this other type of degree. It helps to humanize it. Well, you know, my family were quite poor and I did this and I did that. And that's what makes me passionate about working in law in this area. So bringing more of those storytelling elements into a branding script so that you can then share it with more people. And that then
0: goes back to, you know, building your personal influence to also build the business is the fact that you've got to show a little bit more about who you are and explain why you do what you do. And although for some people out there watching and listening to this right now, it may feel like there's a lot of work to be done. But once you understand all of that, Michelle, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree, it becomes just part of what you do and not so much another project. It's intertwined with everything. As long as you get your head around it to start with, after that, all, all messages, your personal brand, your personal influence, and your business come back into play and it all weaves in, right? So true, Angela. Very,
1: very, very true. And, and it's actually, it, it is something that can be a little bit difficult for people to get sure. their head around at first. But once they realise that they're actually telling their own personal stories, it is less work once they realize that they can wear the clothes that they want to wear and not put on a, a, you know, an image to to placate what they think they should be doing, it gets easier. So it is a a little bit difficult and same with any change. It's a little bit difficult at the start, but then as people, and as we work through the process, they actually start to realize, well, actually I feel more congruent with who I am and I'm presenting more of what I value and I'm telling more of my stories and, and just with all of that, if, if you look at Instagram, and, and many people watching this won't be that necessarily that big on Instagram because it is a bit of a younger person's platform. But I've been following it a little bit recently, and I'm fascinated because it's all about you as the person. Yep. So we and in, in, um, anybody... It's the else, classic,
0: it's the it classic social platform that, that is about that personal connection and reflection and influencing the brands, et cetera. Michelle, I'm going to have to cut it off now um, in a nice way, of course, because we have run out of time and that always happens when we have a lot of good things to say. We always have plenty of time if there's no real content. So we thank you very much. (laughs) Um, To everyone out there who's watching, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do. You can share, like, and comment this great interview and so many others that we already have on our YouTube channel. Thank you very much for joining us today, Michelle. If anyone wants to reach you, they can email us, news at smea.org.au. We'll put you in touch, hook you up, and, of course, we're across all the socials. We'll look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Bye.